You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Verse 3, here in 2 Corinthians 4, is as if Paul, the author of the book, was living in our day and time. Because you have people that act as if there is no gospel, good news manifesting in the world. Now, this is the thing. You have folks that act that way yes outside the church but even inside the church folk can hear good news but still live as if they have Woo! I said folk can hear good news but still think, talk, and act as if they have not heard it. One thing that that gospel means that I think we really need to grasp in reference to the scripture is that which is Completely true. That which is completely true. Not some truth. Not most of the truth. But when you talk about gospel in reference to the scripture, it is completely true truth it it is something that's so awesome to where Jesus in Matthew 24 and 35 said this in reference to the word which equates the gospel heaven and earth shall pass but not the gospel not my word everything you see is going to go away. Everything you see is going to change. Everything you thought would always be is going to change. 
but not my gospel. Not my word is not going to change. We, we that grew up in the city of Carrollton, we thought that DNL, Boeing's Freight Line, other companies would always be around. Go from, go from one generation to another generation. But then he'll come to gospel. Things gonna pass. But not my word. And, and sometimes we, we even look around in the church. And some folks are so on fire. Man, she gonna always. But then the next thing you know. Heaven and earth shall pass, but not the gospel, not the word. Why? It's completely true. And if the gospel or the word is completely true, it can only mean that it's one thing, God. Because the only thing that cannot fail, cannot pass away, is God. And the gospel is God. Because the gospel being the word of God and God being his word is all the same. Let me break it down a little more according to scripture. John 1 and 1 and following said, In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God it was God and then John 1 and 14 says and the word became flesh and then the gospel got the dwelling among people got the dwelling good news got the dwelling among people and then good news got to manifesting among people. People start seeing the truth. Not just hearing it, seeing the truth. Then some got to the point to where they start accepting the truth. Start accepting the truth. And those that accepted the truth recognized the power of truth. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32 in Paul, and you shall know the truth of the gospel. And it's going to make you free. But the gospel can only do such in our lives when it becomes personal. It has to become personal. If you'll notice in the text when it, when it comes to Paul 
talking to the church about the gospel, he calls it our gospel. It's ours. It belongs to us. Look at the text. Notice again. But even if our gospel, say your neighbor, it has to become personal. If, if, if it's not personal, it may be around, but it's not sticking to you. You will accept it, but, but the only way you're going to accept it and hold on to it despite what you go through. It has to become personal to you. When, when, when the gospel is personal to you. You can go through something and, and decree I'm coming out. Why? Because the gospel untold you you're coming out. You won't rob God. You're giving and, and your mind said, God going to give back unto me. He going to open up wonders, pour me out a blessing. I ain't going to have no room to receive. And, and you can say such and you ain't got a quarter in your pocket. Why? Because it's personal to you. It has to become attached to the point to where it's lodged in your spirit, soul, and body. It has to be personal. Is God going to heal you? Yes. Why? It's in my blood. Healing is in me. Is part of my makeup. But the gospel, in order to become personal to you, it also has to be clear to you. It has to be clear. Clear to the point to where it's your insight. It's that which gives you complete understanding about what you're going through and what the outcome is going to be. I can go through a trial and know my outcome because of the gospel. I said, I can go through a trial. I can go through a sickness and know my outcome because of the gospel. It's clear that I've got to go through trials in order to grow. But it's also clear to me that, that trials don't happen to stop me from fulfilling my purpose. They are part of my makeup. The gospel has to be clear to you. 
You have to see in the gospel not just your blessings. You have to see your trials in the gospel. You have to see in the gospel that many are the affliction of the righteous. But they're coming out of every single one of them. If you don't see your deliverance in the gospel, you'll mess around and get to going through something in your body and think it's permanent. You have to be able to clearly see good news happening in your life. You have to be able to completely see what truth is doing even in the midst of your trouble. When things work on your mind, you, you, you got to see that, that, that I'm going through this battle mentally, but I'm going to be stronger when I come out mentally. I'm going to have a better understanding. I'm going to have better awareness, better discernment, and so forth. I just got to go through it. The gospel has to be clear. Touch yourself. To you. You have to be able to understand why you're going through what you go through because of my life now is based upon the script, the gospel. What's happening in the world is based upon the gospel. I don't understand why all this is going on and, and, and where is God in it? He in the gospel. He said it was going to happen. He said this, that, and the other was going to take place. But if you're not clear, in reference to what God said in his word, You'll be in church, but veiled or blind. In church and blind. On the praise team singing <laughs> the songs of Zion. But blind. Save. But blind. Going through a trial. And God is using it to elevate you. But you're blind to it. You, you can tell when folks blind by, by the words that come out of their mouth. I don't know why I'm going through all this. I give, but it just seemed like. And, 
And sometimes you be want to tell for, but but what did the Bible say? What did it say? What did it say? But sometimes you you have to allow folks to to get it on their own. If they get it on their own, then it becomes personal. And clear. But, but Paul was talking to the church. Not sinners right here. He was talking to the church. If our gospel is veiled or hidden or unclear. He says is veiled or unclear. Notice to who? Notice to who now? And see if this is your new name. <laughs> to those who are, get this, perish. See, perishing has more than one meaning. You can be going through something, and because you're not handling it, Right, biblically speaking, you're perishing. You're in ruin. Your situation has the upper hand because you are not in the place you need to be. Christian. But perish. See, some folks look at it. Oh, yeah, that's that's sinner. They is he in from it. No, even in the church, you go through struggles, but you gotta see that in the end, it's it's gonna work out for your good. Well, pastor, it be just so tough. Yeah, but the Bible ain't already told us. In 1 Peter 4 and 12, think it not strange. Listen to this. Concerning the fiery trial. Get this. Which is to try, not your neighbor, you. Notice how he describes it. It's fiery. When, when you talk about fire, you, you know just a little touch of that bother you. I, I, can, I can take a little match, light it up, and put it up against your skin, and you, you move in that hand. Fire it. Try. Something you want to get away from. But God said, no, you're not getting away from this. You're going to go through this because this is sent. To try you. This is no accident. This is nothing you can pray away. It has been sent. Tailored. For you. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial. Which. 
is to try. Look at your neighbor and say, you. You. Something you want to go away. Ooh, in the name of Jesus, go away. No, it done been sent to try you. I rebuke you, Satan. No, no, no. It has been sent to try you. Oh, move it, God. Shakata. Move it, God. It ain't going nowhere. It has been sent to try you. I've been praying right, doing right. I don't know why. It has been sent to try you. And guess what? That's, that's gospel. And you have to clearly see. I've been going through so much stuff mentally. So many battles mentally. I mean, one battle after another mentally. And the Spirit of God just been reminding me, remember what the Word says. How things, enemies, and so forth are going to attack your mind. And so I said, well, it's just part of the gospel. See, we can't separate the gospel the way the traditional definition of the gospel separates it. It just calls it good news. That means when you look at the Bible, certain trials you go through, you shouldn't look at it as good news. But again, the gospel is complete truth. And when it comes to God, even when you go through something that's horrendous, it's still going to turn out good. Y'all ought to help me quote Romans 8 and 28. All things work together, Father, to those who love God. You call chosen according to his purpose. Lord, I know this trial ain't nothing but part of my purpose. Help me to go through it the way I need to go through it. Help me to deal with it the way I need to deal with it. And you know how God wants you to deal with it? According to the gospel. It's hidden. It's hidden the song. And sometimes you, you be beside folk that literally can see, but in God they're blind. Blind to the things of God. Blind to how God uses certain things to promote folk. God uses trouble to cause your employ, your employers to bless you. Allow Daniel to be cast 
into a lion's den. When he finally came out of the lion's den, he got a promotion. Allowed his friends to be cast into a fiery furnace. When they came out of the fiery furnace, they received a promotion. He will allow you to go through something that's going to end up blessing you. But if you don't see the gospel clearly, if you don't have insight up front about this, you will think the chaos in your life is normal. But when you're in God, nothing is normal because of who he is. What do you mean, preacher? His ways are not, not as our ways. His thoughts are not as our thoughts. As high as the heavens are from the earth, so are his thoughts. And so are his, his ways. But let me continue to deal with the text. Because we got to get some folks that got blinders on. Loosed. Notice this. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Whose mind. Oh, this is it. The God of this age has blinded. Now, now notice. Paul is very intelligent. He, he, does, he does not say it's the devil. He says it's the God of this age. Folk allow what's popular to blind them from the gospel. Allow the trend of the day to blind them from the gospel. Well, I know what pastor said, but I, I Google such and such. So your Google search is blinding you from. Y'all don't want to go with me right here. I heard the Bible, but you know it's, it's good to get more than, that, than one thing. So I'm looking for some alternatives. And see, when you try to use an alternative in reference to the gospel, that's going to cause you to perish. If our gospel is veiled or hidden, it is hidden to those who are perishing. Notice, the God of this age is messing with your mind. If some folk believe everything, they search 
or research on the internet. You know what the biggest scams are? On the internet. See, Satan uses spirits you can't see to do his work. And people you can see to do his work. The internet is a wonderful thing, but it's also evil. You can get some good advice, but you can get some terrible advice. You can find something that's right, but you can also find things that are wrong. And, and see, the, see, the enemy ha, has been known for, for, for taking something that, that people can, can use for a benefit and try to turn it to their destruction. Why does he do that? Because he comes not before to steal kill and destroy which are synonymous with perish the God of this this age and the reason it's the God of this age is because folks are, are following it folk will follow their research more than they follow their God follow the trend of the day more than they follow their God won't give God his tithes and offerings but will spend more money than they make in a month on something that's basically connected to the God of this age the God of this season. The God that's trying to put before people exactly what he wants them to have in order to control. Get this. Their thoughts, their words, and their deeds. You, you ever talk to somebody and, and, and they talk like a movie on TV? You, you, you ever seen somebody that, that, when you, that, that when you try to tell them about this, that, and the other, they'll come back with something that's popular. And that's how they answer you. What's happening? They have been blinded by the God of this age in mind. In mind. And it's not only surprising how it happened, but, but it's, it's shocking. And it's all so sad. 
You hear me? Let's go further. Because y'all getting a little quiet on me. Whose mind the God of this age has blinded. And notice this. Who do not believe. You can't even be saved without believing. Jesus cannot be your Savior, your Lord, if you don't believe. Once you get saved and desire healing, desire increase, you can't even get that without believing. Everything. In reference to the gospel is based upon what you believe. If thou canst believe, all things are possible when, if you can believe. And then you have folk that, that fight to believe. What they have, have heard based upon the word. If thou can believe, God said he was going to heal you. But here come the opposition. You done been told by every physician you done went to that you will never be made well. So you ain't really read the gospel. The way you need to and got clarity. Why? There was a woman that had an issue of blood that went to a whole lot of physicians. Now, now this is a sad thing about them. They, they couldn't help her. But they knew she had some money. And it's clear when she has spent all her money, they cut her off. Well, the doctor told this guy how urgent he needed to have something. And uh, needed to have it in, in at least two to three days until he found out he didn't have no money and no insurance. Long story short, he had to go. And that's not everybody's case, but, but there are certain cases to where you, you have to understand something can be urgent until somebody finds out you ain't got no money. And you be cut. The woman had to believe in order to get 
a healing or get that which the doctors could not do for her. And you know how she got her belief? She heard. When she heard about Jesus, that's how you get your belief. You hear it. You hear the word. The word, the, the word uh, gets so in your mind to where it will cause you to believe. She heard about Jesus. And get this, her, her belief, uh, at least the implication, went to an all-time high. Because she back at, she back at uh, the back of the service and everybody is, is up where Jesus is. Uh, people are touching him all kind of way. But she at the back, and, and notice her belief. If I can just touch his clothes. Now she... Now, it didn't say she was blind, so she looking at folk touching his clothes. Looking at folk touch his body. If I can just touch his clothes, I'm going to be made whole. But then she had to get them. You, you can never allow when you hear and believe and you start confessing what's going to happen you can never allow your journey to stop you from believing what you have spoken you need to be clear when you speak it and you need to be clear about what you need to do in order to get your, your deliverance, your healing, or whatever it is you're going after. You hear that gospel, and you become clear about what you need to do. And, and you never allow what is not happening to other folk to say they, to say because it ain't happening to them, it ain't gonna happen for me. Because they did the same thing. They may have heard the gospel, even believed the gospel, but did not allow their belief to get embedded in them. Notice. If I touch his clothes, I'm going to be made whole. It was personal. And so here goes her journey. She had to press through the crowd. And when, and when folks are desperate trying to get to somebody, that they done heard was a miracle worker and you trying to get in front of them.
Even some of us that say sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Hey. The line back there. I don't know what you're doing, but the line back there. I've been here 45 minutes. He's going to try to push on me to get back. The nerve of her. Hey, and you bleeding too. See, see, you have to really see the picture of what was going on. You, you, and you, you have to understand that, that when you read something in the Bible, that, that sometimes you, you think that it was just an automatic fix. The person didn't have to go through this, that, or the other to, to get their miracle healing and so forth. No, not so. Jesus himself said, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent. They take it by force. Some things you have to fight to get. Paul so understood it to where he, he told the church, you got to put on the old armor of God. You got to be prepared for warfare. Even when it comes to getting your healing, getting your miracle, you have got to be prepared. Getting back to the text, you have got to believe. And see, that there are different levels of belief when it comes to the scripture. See, it is one thing to hear it and believe it, and that's a good one step. But then you got to put what you believe. Into action. You got to start. Moving forward. Walking in what you done. Decreed was going to happen. Or walking according to what the word has told you. To do. And you just got to keep. You just got to keep believing. You're in that second step of believing. And you're going through all kind of things to get there, but you, you are yet believing. And, and, and sometimes it, it may be just a clear path, just like this stage right here. Well, the only thing you got to do is just get there. And then sometimes you get there, and, and then you, you touch. Get this, nothing happens. You got to go through your third step. Of believing when when you done you done did all you you know you need to do, but didn't that happen? You got to pull in Hebrews ten and thirty five. Cast not away, therefore your confidence, or belief. And and notice how he describes your confidence or belief in Hebrews ten and thirty five, which has great. Get this. Reward. Your belief is that which causes benefits. Y'all, we need to read that because some of y'all looked at me. Go to Hebrews 10 35. I'm getting ready to close it. Just stay with me just a little bit longer. 
Y'all okay? All right, let's go to Hebrews 10 and 35. We're on the the third thing when it comes to belief right now. Ready? Hebrews 10 and 35. Ready? Therefore, do not cast away your confidence or belief, which has great what? Is benefits in your reward. And and see, this this is the danger when... You done prayed about something and you're believing and it does not happen. This is the danger that you got to be careful for on this third stage of of believing. Because you'll get to the point to where you know, you'll look and say, well, I know I believe. And he said, ask and it shall be given. I done asked and it ain't happened. And then here, here go your mind right here. Well. Maybe God don't want me to have it. But then some folks, but it's it's scripture. He said, this is mine right here. Well, maybe it's just not my season to have it. And so you you will start trying to figure out what you have no business trying to figure out. See, on the third stage, when you not you don't did all that you're supposed to do, don't don't go back looking at stuff and then start doubting. Hold on, or coming to your own conclusion. Look at, what the, look at what the verse, well, what Hebrews 10, 35 and following continues to say. Ready? For you have need of, help me. You just need to stay there. Stay in his will. Don't get to reaching your own conclusions. Don't get to saying this, that, and the other. Don't get to looking back, making sure of this, that, and no. You, you know you was doing the work, so just, just endure now. Now it's on God's time. Now it's on. Now it's on. And the right time is. I done did what I needed to do as a such and such person. And so, what am I, what am I missing? What, you, no, you done did what God told you to do. Now, you just endure. For you have need of endurance that after you have done the will of who? You may, what? What? The promise. For he that will come. And? Then he goes back to this. Now the just shall live by faith. You got to stick it. You got to stay with the gospel. And you got to make sure why you are in that state of just enduring or staying where God has allowed you to stay or wants you to stay 
that you don't start to draw. We still worry, right? But don't draw back. Lord, have mercy, it ain't happened yet. Well, maybe I need to just. You have just found yourself at that third level of believing to where you done done all that you were supposed to do. Now it's just God's time. For he that shall come, what? Will come. And he's not what? He's not going to delay or tarry. That means it's going to be on his, his time. Well, I know it said God wouldn't, wouldn't delay, but it seemed like to me. But see, you looking, you, you looking like I'm looking. What am, I, what am I looking at? My time. I'm looking at my time. It just seemed like, yeah, when I did this, it was uh, December. Uh, all right, all right, all right. 22nd, 23. And uh, today is the 4th of February. You're looking at your time. Say to your neighbor, it's not about you. It's God's timing. See, and, and see, God is so powerful. He, he can bless you even before you get there. But it's his timing. And you have to understand that. You can never get to the point to where you are not clear about that. You have to be clear when it comes to the gospel. That if God promised you something, he going to do it. What did Paul say in 2 Corinthians 1 and 20? All of the promises of God in him are. And that means God going to do what he promised. But you have to understand the gospel. You got to understand the word. You got to understand it. Let me close. Y'all still with me? All right, that's good. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians 4. Notice this. They do not believe and when you don't believe, or when you retrieve from believing, look at what happens. Look at what you miss. Less the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Can I go country on you? If you stop believing, you're going to miss your blessing. You're going to miss your blessing. You're going you're gonna to miss God causing you to shine. You're going to miss God causing you to be put 
in the light in order for others to see you as his witness. See, when you're put in the light, that, that means, in one sense, biblically speaking, that, that you done went through something, and when folks see you, they see how you came out of that, and you're just glowing today. That's that girl who went through all that stuff. Just like Minister Aquila this morning. That's that woman. You know that woman right there? She, I ain't talking about it, but you know, she used to carry that little oxygen thing up there around. And well, I don't know what that thing she had. And you know, she would just be walking with that little stick. <laughs> she ain't got that stick today. She, she, look at that. That stick ain't up there on that, behind that podium nowhere, is it? No, she ain't got that stick today. You'll be shining. You'll be shining. Yes, you will. You'll be shining. You know, you know, you know that old, you know that little sharp man here right there? Who is that? Man, that's Thomas White. Boy, that joker used to gamble right there. Ooh, he used to gamble right there. That joke will stay at the table as long as you won't stay at the table. That joke used to gamble right there. He still got, no, he don't gamble no more. He's a little sanctified preacher now. Yeah, that, he, 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 you know what? He quit that gambling. He ain't been back to gamble. I tried to get him gamble again. He, he won't gamble. I threw some dice in front of him. He, he just trying to tell me about cheese. That boy, that boy say right there. He don't want you to get blind because he want folk to see you shine. He wants you to keep doing what you're doing because he wants you to be a light to your family. Wants you to keep living right on your job because you're shining on that job and folk are watching your light. But it has to be clear to you. I can't put enough emphasis on when it comes to the gospel. It has to be clear to who? You have to see it. You have to see your healing. You have to see your deliverance. You have to see what God promised you. You hear me? I'm done. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise.